my burden down. Down. So long, and thanks for all the shoes. All right, so we're fucking out of the fucking uh, Corpus Christi Hotel, that roach-infested hotel, right here. Uh, out, out, out. Jesus fucking Christ, that was the nastiest fucking hotel in the fucking world. And on top of that, fucking Corpus Christi's fucking weather sucked that fucking uh, last uh, week we were there. Last, uh, two weeks ago. Fucking shit was humid as fuck. Felt gross as fuck. Got all burnt by the sun and shit. But anyways, now we're here uh, here at the confines of uh, a newly built Hilton in uh, West Palm Beach, uh, Florida. Yeah, that's right. West Palm Beach, everybody, where the old Jews come and bathe in the sun. <laughs> now there's Puerto Ricans, Cubans, and whatnot. It's not just old Jewish ladies. Oh, yes, Margot Manischewitz right here by the pool, drinking a pina colada topped off with rum on the top. Oh, my God, could somebody bring me my water? My water. Oh, my God. This water is too watery. <laughs> yeah, man. So what the fuck is happening, everybody? Ladies and gents, hope you guys are good out there, man. Hope you guys are really, really good. Shout out to Cheese Delicious, man. Thank you very much for listening. Shout out to uh, our friends that we met in New York and shit. Yeah, man. Fucking had cool conversations with them in New York, New York, New York, New York. Yeah, man. It was fucking cool as fuck. I'm trying to look for their names, but I can't find it. But what the fuck? Let's keep fucking looking. Here we go. Marisol and Elizabeth from East Harlem in New York City. Originally from Spanish Harlem. Now one of the sisters lives in the Bronx. You know? Who knows? You know? Who knows? I don't know. You know? Every time I look back, I see. You know? Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever, whatever. You know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, dude. We were in fucking New York City. Yeah, Caroline's Comedy Club with uh, The Fool, opening up for The Fool. And we had uh, Chris Storin, also known as Chris Storino. Yeah, man. Yeah, bro. Um, dude, that's like saying my name is Chris Storino, bro. <laughs> the original. <laughs> yeah, dude, we had fucking fun. It was fucking cool, man. We went out to New York City. That's right, New York City. It's a beautiful city. Yeah, so that was last week, and we went out there. That's the first time, my first time performing in the city. I've been in New York City like four or five times. The first time I went there was like, uh, I want to say 1998. I was uh, with the Voodoo Glow Skulls. That's right, Voodoo Glow Skulls band. Go! <laughs> That's right. If you don't know about the Voodoo Glow Skulls, uh, you gotta check. Um, you gotta check them out. I was. Um, I went. Uh, I I went on the road with them since I mean 15 and shit. I've been working with them since about at that age, 14 and a half, 15. I used to work at the record store in um, in Riverside, California. It was a little uh, independent uh, punk rock record store right there in uh, in um, in uh, Riverside, California. Uh, it was a cool store. It was you know vinyls, tapes. In CDs, that's when CDs were barely starting to pop a lot. But, you know, everybody's into vinyl now, huh? Even the Dice Man's in that new show, Vinyl. Yeah, I love to see the vinyl. I mean, hear it, right? You popped a little needle on the viral. On the viral? Yeah, on the vinyl. I'm sorry. Right? And you hear that little needle crackle and pop. In the sound, it comes out of a vinyl record. It's like no sound at all, right? It's like that little Victor fucking uh, record player with the little dog right there. And it comes out that little speaker that looks like a flower, like a lilac or something like that. Yeah, it's a beautiful sound, man. 
<laughs> so yeah, dude, I worked there at Cheap Guy, um, Cheap Guy Musics, uh, spelled Muzak, M-U-Z-A-K. Practiced individuality. That's right, man. It was Cheap Guy Music, and I used to hold it down when those fools went on tour. And then in 1996, I graduated from high school. How you guys doing? Yeah, you graduate from high school and you walk down the fucking, uh, you walk uh, towards the principal and all the uh, superintendents and the officials of your school district with the uh, presidential hymns and shit. (laughs) So yeah, I graduated from high school. And you know what's funny? You know what's fucking funny? Uh, Next week is my uh, high school uh, reunion. The 2020 Yeah, man, fucking 20 years, 20 fucking years. Could you believe that? It flew by like nothing. Yeah, fucking right. It's been a long 20. That's right, motherfucker. It's been a long 20 motherfucking years up in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers be saying this shit go by fast. This shit slower than a motherfucker. Ain't no Autobahn up in this motherfucker. Slow motherfucking road, you know what I'm saying? It's like rough macho. In that motherfucking movie, The Crossroads, you know what I'm saying? You don't know where the fuck to go. You just motherfucking go. So, yeah, my 20-year reunion, they're going to have it in Vegas. And I was going to fucking go. I was going to go to Vegas and shit. I was, you know, I had my little fucking trip kind of, sort of planned out last minute, you know. But you know me and shit. I was just waiting to see if I could get some bookings and shit. (laughs) So I got the bookings, yeah. The agent called Rodrigo. We got you booked. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, so instead of going to my 20, I'm going to go to Pueblo, Colorado and lay it down. And yeah, by the way, we're going to be in Pueblo, Colorado. Me, myself, the fool, opening up for Felipe Esparza. Marcella Arguello is going to be there. Arguello, yes. Marcella Arguello. Uh, and uh, who else? Flaco is going to be there too. So get your tickets if you guys are in Pueblo, Colorado and Tucson, Arizona. On the 12th is uh, Tucson, Arizona. On the 13th is Pueblo, Colorado. They're at a theater. And uh, I'll definitely give you guys the uh, the uh, mentions on uh, on uh, on uh, the podcast at the end. Or at the beginning. Doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? We're going to let you know. So yeah, man, my 20-year reunion's up. And it's coming, so I'm sorry. I don't get to see all you guys, even though I kind of didn't really want to see you anyways. But I guess we got to say we did, just to be, you know, politically correct these days but a shout out um not a shout out because they're now past daniel prady i went to school with him played little league with him uh he passed a couple years back so may you rest in peace and uh condolences to all your family and also reza arifar he uh, grew up in the street behind me i grew up on picker he grew up on wolfstutter right there in riverside he was a cool motherfucker dog um iranian immigrants and shit his his family and I don't know how he passed, but I got the news when I was in Mexico that he passed. So it's kind of sad and shit. It is sad. Uh, he was a very cool dude. He's one of those real dudes that didn't, you know what I mean? Didn't do no bad shit. Just lived his life how you're supposed to live your life. Not that you're supposed to live your life uh, a certain way, but he was really fucking uh, proper in that aspect. So uh, I don't know how he died, but um, it really fucking shook me. All night long. Um and that sucked, man. So, uh, yeah, I posted it on the fucking, uh, on the Novi 1996 uh, 20-year reunion page. So, yeah, man, fucking RIP, man. May you rest in peace. And, uh, yeah, shout out to your family, man. Hope, you know, you're doing well with your passing. Reza Arafar. Um, rest in peace, man. Yeah, nice little somber moment, uh, Rodrigo, making fun of me over here, uh, talking about the vinyls. Now you're getting all cut up with your voice. What's wrong with you? Get it together. Right, you're strong. You're not a Jew from Brooklyn, but hey, 
You're American, nevertheless. So get it up there already. Your balls are bigger than the city. <laughs> so back to New York City. So yeah, man, I was working for a, um, a Voodoo Glow Skulls. It was an Eddie's uh, store, Eddie and Frank's. It was a little independent music store, DIY. For all you do-it-yourselfers out there, not talking about uh, Lowe's or the Home Depot people, you know? Uh, it was a do-it-yourself um, uh, record store, so it was a fucking awesome experience. When I started working for them, they were on Doctor Strange record. Uh, Who Is This Is was out, you know? No, actually, uh, Dogpile, they released it when I was uh, first hanging out with them. And then fucking the other record dropped. And yeah, man, fucking, so I went on tour with them in 1996. They're all, dude, uh, you're always at the store and shit, and we kind of want to give you like a graduation present, dude. I'm doing Frank's voice right now. <laughs> I don't even know if he knows I do it, dude. <laughs> He's the singer of the band. Uh, yeah, dude, so I mean, if you want to come on the road, you're more than welcome, dude. We got a spot reserved for you, dude. We're going to be in a bus, dude. Tour bus, that is. <laughs> Yeah, dude, so fucking, it was awesome, dude. I graduated high school in 1996 in, uh, in uh, June, I believe. I don't know what the date was. I think it was 17th or some shit. And uh, the next day, on the 18th, we flew from uh, Los Angeles International, LAX, and that's right. And uh, we flew all the way across the uh, United States into uh, Florida. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Miami. Mira, coño, todo lo que está Miami, ¿me entiendes? Yo no sé lo que está pasando, pero lo que está pasando es muy grave para mí y mi perico. And it's a funny story, too, because the next day, you know, the next, you know, we flew in, and uh, we, we got Denny's, we fucking settled in, and then the next day, we flew out from Miami to Puerto Rico. Chico, lo que está pasando por aquí, nadie va a saber. Me entiendes? And it was fucking cool because <laughs> it was funny. I mean, you speak Spanish. Those fools speak Spanish, too. And, um, or, you know, Mexican, you know. Yeah. You know, the beautiful people. Absolutely. Um, so <laughs> we're flying out the next day, and there's this Puerto Rican lady on the flight. You know, before we actually get into the flight, we start boarding, there's a Puerto Rican lady uh, arguing with, like, uh, one of those um, – Employees from the airline, <laughs> she had a parrot. The lady had a fucking parrot. Un perico chico, ¿me entiende? Este perico está bonito, ¿me entiende? Estaba bonito, tenía su cresta y todo. Bonitos colores tropicales tenía el pajarito. And uh, this little bird was with the lady, but they weren't letting the lady board the plane with the bird. But I guess she, it was before 9-11. So they got her, you know, she got through, you know, checking and all that other shit, you know, security. But they wouldn't let her board the plane with the bird. And she's sitting there arguing. She had one of the little short haircuts, like the lady that killed Selena and shit. Mira, yo no entiendo por qué no me va a dejar mi perico pasar, pero mi perico, él viene siendo mi compañero. Yo no puedo ir a ningún lado sin mi perico, ¿me entiende? Mi perico es mi perico y necesita que ir conmigo. Además, mi mamá necesita que ver mi perico. Sorry, lady. No podemos dejar pasar. Because it's a trip. If you guys ever been to the Miami airport, with the Miami airport, dude, everybody can talk shit about Latinos or whatever, Spanish this, Spanish that. But, dude, you go to the fucking Miami airport in Miami, bro. You go over there. And, dude, I swear, everybody speaks Spanish. It's like a little fucking party and shit. You go in there, fucking, you got the little La Carreta stands. You got your little Cuban coffee, your tostones, your little fucking uh, smashed potato balls, your croquetas, your empanadas. Dun, 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 dun. All you need is fucking, you know, Tito Puente and fucking Celia Cruz to start fucking performing. That's how fucking exciting it is. Everybody's speaking Spanish. The people from the airlines are speaking Spanish. The police officers are speaking Spanish. The security people, the people wheeling around the disabled people, even this lady's parrot is speaking Spanish, right? And it's Republican, right? Florida, Miami. 
And then you go to LAX, everybody acts like they're fucking in, uh, in, uh, in fucking Great Britain. Excuse me. Oh, did somebody speak Spanish? We need to call the cops. And the Democrats over there, right? Liberals. Whatever. They had to go on that little fucking uh, little tirade. So, yeah, this lady couldn't get her parrot to go in there. And in the end, I don't think they let the parrot in there because I seen her in the front of the pane all pissed. And she looked like she was crying and shit. So who the fuck knows, man, if a relative came in and uh, scooped up that little fucking parrot. But, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, dude. Um, <laughs> 1996, dude. First time I went on the road with Voodoo. And it's funny. Um, we're going to get back to why and first time I went to New York. But, nevertheless, um, that tour was awesome. Went to fucking... Puerto Rico, they play with the Toasters, Methoscopheles, which Methoscopheles, let me tell you, that's a fucking badass fucking ska band. If you don't know what's up with the Methoscopheles, you ain't hip to them, you don't know what's up with them, check them out. A New York fucking band, just like the fucking Toasters legends themselves. And um, yeah, they fucking kicked ass, dude. And uh, so, you know, did two shows there, one at a big ass festival, one like a smaller show. And then we flew back to uh, Miami and did the tour um, all the way through the um, through Florida. Tampa, um, all that shit, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, Orlando, Orlando, Orlando's not here, <laughs> that's a voodoo song too, um, old drug dealer, old drug dealer, not drug dealer, but he used to sell weed and shit, funny shit, um, and then when you went through the south, Louisiana and shit, fucking um, uh, Louisiana, what else was there, there was Alabama, there was uh, Georgia, don't forget the Georgia peaches, Texas. Arizona, and back to San Bernardino. Yeah, they did a big show at the San Bernardino Arena, and uh, no longer there anymore. Oh, and that tour was with Youth Brigade. Yeah, the Utes, right? You know, they have the, the Youth Brigade brothers, the Stern brothers and shit. Hey, <laughs> they had a fun, and they have a cool fucking story, too. Those motherfuckers, Mark Stern was the coolest. Sean Stern was cool, too, but I didn't really talk to him. I kicked it with the Mark Stern a lot, uh, Jerry and Brody. And he had cool stories. Their dad was a fucking doctor. He was a writer. He wrote the original uh, script to Amityville Horror. I mean, bomb motherfuckers, dog. They own BYO Records, if you don't know. Um, they did a split with Rancid, uh, the one with No Effects and Rancid. A bunch of cool-ass fucking records on there. Fucking original fucking um, uh, Bouncing Souls record came out on BYO, I believe. And they were cool. And the cool thing about that fucking tour, too, is the first time I met Johnny Two Bags, and he's a cool motherfucker. If you don't know, he has, he's a guitar player for, he was a guitar player for Cadillac Tramps. Now he's a guitar player for uh, Social Distortion. Um, and fucking awesome fucking dude. And he, uh, he's working on his new record now, and his last record called Salvation Town is available. And that's a fucking bitching record. Because that's one of those dudes that have been through the ringer, dude. He's one, and those, one of those cool fucking white boys, you know what I mean? And not that white boys ain't cool, but you know sometimes you get those white boys that are cool, and they say the N-word or something, and you're like, man, this motherfucker. Or they say something kind of racist, you know? Or they say racist shit, and you're like, dude, I don't want to kick it with a fool. And then this is one of those fools that's like fucking knows what's up. Been through the fucking ringer, dude. He's like far more fucking drug addict and shit. Not that that's fucking the reason why he is the way he is. But he's one of those dudes that's really into fucking... I mean, I love it when I see like white fools that are into like Mexican-American culture, Southern California culture and shit. Um, you know, with the dress. I mean, come on, man. Motherfuckers, I mean, it's cool that the fucking Pendletons came out on the fucking first Beach Boys album. But Mexican motherfuckers in Southern California is the one that made those motherfuckers cool. And with the whole car culture and shit. And also with the fucking crosses, with the three accents on them, and just the fucking art, all that bullshit. But nevertheless, he's one of those dudes that's fucking into it and he represents and he's fucking cool as fuck. And if you listen to his fucking records, uh, his record of Salvation Town, you'll understand what the fuck I'm saying. So shout out to Johnny Two Bags and shit. And, um, 
he I met him on that tour and he was super cool and he's one of those fools that's a really nice guy too man and uh, and let me contrast that with like the dudes from the Blasters um, like the Alvin Brothers those are another dudes that are fucking super fucking cool and they understand what's up with fucking South, Southern California uh, Mexican American Hispanic culture whatever Chicano whatever the fuck it is you want to describe it and say and uh, there's a fucking interview on a fucking American Bandstand with Dick Clark uh, interviews them and uh, the brother Phil Albums just uh, talking about you know, it's Chicano music. It's, you know, um, uh, uh, Mexican-American music. You know, that's what we play. It's our music. It's our culture. And by him seeing that, I go, all right, these motherfuckers understand. And that's why I'm so into that fucking band, especially now. Even though I've seen them a lot before, I was kind of arrogant. I was more into No Effects and Rancid and Voodoo, of course, and, like, Rage and shit, bands like that. And I was like, eh, fuck this fucking rockabilly shit. You know, sometimes you get in your little weird little moods. You get tunnel vision and shit. And um, that's why I love the Blaster so much. That's why I love the album Brothers so much. And that's why I love, like, motherfuckers like uh, Johnny Tubag so much. Because they fucking understand. They understand the conceptual notion. <laughs> this motherfucker. I'm over here talking like my contracts professor. Uh, Bishop, you got to understand the conceptual notion of the test. The totality of the circumstances test. All right, let's not get into that shit. So, yeah, man, that was a fucking awesome tour, but we didn't go to New York on that tour. Like I said, fucking went from the south back to southern California, right? But it was in 2000 when Voodoo was on the uh, Warp Tour for a couple weeks. Um, we went to, uh, what was it? It was uh, Randall's Island. That was the last show in uh, New York in... Um, that was awesome. Dude from Sick of It All showed up. They fucking played with Civ that day. They did a fucking little song right there. Big Lou from Sick of It All was fucking awesome. And it's one of those dudes that's like a figure. He shows up. Yo, what's going on? You fucking, you start seeing him go, fuck, I want to be like that too. Yo, what's going on? I don't know. What's going on over there? I don't know. Whatever's going on, it's going on. Ow! So shout out to those bad motherfuckers. And um, yeah, so uh, the next day, uh, we were going to go into the city, and I was going to go, but what happened was is uh, Brian Herbertson, a.k.a. C3PO, he was the tour, man tour manager at the time. Tour manager, huh? He was a tour manager. Ain't nothing worse than a motherfucker like mispronouncing a word, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, he was a tour manager, but what happened is he got a fucking, he, was, he didn't get in a fight. The motherfucker got fucking sucker punched by this big-ass bag of shit, which I won't name, and he fucking cut, broke his tooth. So by the time we were fucking in the East Coast, coming from California, fucking uh, C-3PO's tooth was fucking aching. And a uh, homeboy from Murphy's Law, Jimmy Gestapo Rain, New York legend. If you guys don't know who Murphy's Law is, you're fucking sleeping. And I'm not bringing this up to fucking scold you, but there's certain bands that you guys got to fucking check out and know what's up with. But Jimmy Gestapo is a singer of Murphy's Law. It's a fucking legendary fucking New York hardcore band. This is an original fucking uh, party band. They came out with the fucking killer beers, fucking t-shirt and logo. This band right here opened up for Beastie Boys when Beastie Boys first blew up on the License to Ill tour. It was Murphy's Law, Fishbone, and Beastie Boys. And each band got 15 minutes. But this is a crazy thing. Like, as far as New York City, like, um, he's buddies with Jerry, uh, Jerry Voodoo, Jerry O'Neill. He's the original drummer from Voodoo Glow Skulls. And uh, they're... Always hit it off. Yo, Jerry, I love you. You know what I'm saying? Ah! And Jerry's like, oh, man, dude, I love you, man. And Jerry's one of those dudes that, like, can hang out with anybody if you're cool. If you're cool and you hang out with Jerry, it's on because Jerry's one of those dudes. He's cool with everybody. He was pretty much like the fucking social glue of the band back then. Like, dude, everybody loved Jerry. And Jerry's of uh, Costa Rican descent. He's Costa Rican by a matter of his mom. And you know Costa Ricans, they love to party. They don't give a fuck. It's coño pura pinche vida, me entiende? Pura vida. 
Así dicen los ticos, you know what I'm saying? Los costarricanos. And Jerry always fucking hanging out, dude. And fucking uh, him and Jimmy Gustavo always fucking hit it off, always party when Jimmy came out to L.A. They would hang out and shit. And, you know, share stories and fucking drink and party and shit. I remember Jimmy Gustavo told fucking Jerry one of the things, yeah, Jerry, when everything's going bad in life, who cares? Just jump in the pool. <laughs> jump in the pool. And that's true. It's like a cleansing or the beach, you know? <laughs> so yeah man fucking Jimmy Gestapo fucking hooked up a fucking like it was like an oral dentist or oral surgeon or somebody that was gonna give Brian some medicine for his tooth so when that happened I wasn't able to go into the city with Voodoo right cause they were gonna fucking play this in store and um and uh me and Paul had to go take the shuttle uh, up to Wallington New Jersey uh fucking wash the shuttle clean it and hang out for a day with that fucking mook and uh yeah so I didn't get to go to the city that's the second time I came close to the city. And then West Nyack, the last two times, um, last three times, I think. Shit, dude, damn. I want to say two, but fuck, if it's been three, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? It's 20 years, been a long motherfucking time. And uh, West Nyack is fucking, uh, is upstate. It's actually fucking two, it's like two exits where we were staying at, where um, James Gandolfini grew up. So, hey, uh, shout out to James Gandolfini, by the way. Very uh, beautiful person. And um, so we went to West Nyack, which is outside of the city. There's a West Nyack, uh, it's a Levity Live. And um, yeah, performed there twice, maybe three. I don't know. I'm not too sure, but it could be three. <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus Christ. Bong rips for Jesus. <laughs> so yeah. And then this, uh, this fifth time, you know, uh, we uh, came to Caroline's. But it's weird. The last time we came back in October, we went to the city and hung out, me and Felipe, for about four hours. We fucking dipped in Times Square, right there off 52nd and Broadway. I mean, we didn't hang out with two Puerto Ricans, you know what I'm saying? Like Granted, but we hung out. Went to Roger Paul's office. We got a couple slices, right? Took pictures at Times Square, right? Took the ferry in from North Bergen, New Jersey, into Lower Manhattan. Right. We had fun. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty much it. We I didn't go up or nothing. And... um. This time around, hey, give it up here for Joey Bananas, right? Entertaining the people, right? So, yeah, it was fucking awesome. You know, got Thursday show, two Friday shows, two Saturday show, and a Sunday show. It was fucking awesome, dude. And it was kind of, cr- it's a trippy because, it's a trippy, it's a trippy. It's a trippy because as far as when I go out with Felipe and shit, like, I'm kind of, I'm not going to say I'm more subdued. But I'm just, you know, I want to have a good set. I want to be liked. I don't want to fucking, you know, bend poles. I don't want to fucking ruffle any feathers. I don't want to be too extreme. You know, I'm hosting usually. And you want to have a good presentation. You got to keep the show going smoothly and cool. So um, the first show was awesome. But then the, the, then the first show Friday night was awesome for me. But the second show Saturday, uh, second show Friday and the two shows on Saturday, I was kind of a little reserved. I just didn't want to fuck up. They were good shows. Don't get me wrong. They fucking went well and everything. Um, you know, did my impressions and shit, everybody fucking, it was cool, but it still wasn't like that, uh, that, I'm gonna talk about this set for fucking two weeks, even though, even if I want to talk about it for two weeks, I won't, but still, you have that feeling, that desire, too, and, um, yeah, but Sunday was a fucking cool show, because it threw out some fucking new jokes, the way I wanted to throw them out, and it fucking worked, and they were fucking cool, and it fucking, it was awesome, dude, so yeah, New York, new fucking New York, you know, and it was cool, man. Fucking Felipe took his mom. We hung out with uh, his mom. It was me and Chris Torino. Shaking my head, Rasa. <laughs> Little inside joke. But it was cool. We all stayed in a, a room. 
It's half the size of this fucking room. It's small. Felipe had a little queen bed. Then me and Chris stayed on bunk beds. It was like we were uh, we were in college, right at the dormitories. You know, we were uh, we were in the college of life. You know, University of Life, right there off Tenth uh, and Forty Second. You know, right there by the Lincoln Tunnel. But it was fucking cool. New York's fucking cool, man. We went to um, we did a boat ride. A boat ride that was cool. Fucking, uh, we did the boat ride on Saturday and went all around the island. But the coolest part of the fucking boat ride was seeing the Statue of Liberty up close. That was fucking bitching. It was kind of cool, man. It's, you know, you see that shit since you're a little kid, and you're, oh my god, one day I'm gonna go see the Statue of Liberty, even though I seen it in 2000 or 98, you know, from afar. But this time was fucking cool. I mean, it wasn't. Close enough to touch that motherfucker, but it got a fucking cool photo and shit, so that was fucking cool. And just to see it for about, you know, 20 minutes and shit, getting there, fucking, and coming back. And it was cool because, you know, we had a little breeze, and the fucking um, weather in New York at that time last week was fucking humid as fuck. Then it rained. It was all sticky and shit. But you're in New York, right? Who cares? And, uh, yeah, so that was cool. And then we fucking, you know, went uh, along seeing Yankee Stadium, the little glimpse of it. And that was, like, the coolest part of, you know, of the fucking boat ride. Honestly, it was, like, fucking two hours too fucking long. It was a three-hour boat ride. And then the ladies in there fucking taking forever to make fucking pretzels. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. They got 20 slots for fucking pretzels. This fucking lady, I don't know if she's a union worker, but if she is, I need to talk to her fucking union rep. I swear to God, man. (laughs) Rodrigo, don't swear to God. And uh, yeah, dude, she only fucking put five pretzels at a time. And they had no salt. Jesus Christ, lady. The human body needs salt. Whatever. (laughs) So, you know, that sucked. But whatever. I mean, fuck, I can't complain. I'm starting to sound like a fucking self-righteous American up in here. I demand to see the manager. Where is the manager? You're speaking to him, ma'am. Well, I need to talk to the person that writes your check. You speaking to him, ma'am. <laughs> I love it when people get shut down like that and shit. I hate people that bitch and complain because I was taught not to bitch and complain. That's why. So, you know me. I just roll with the punches. You know what I'm saying? I'm a fucking flying oil. You don't want me to say nothing about what happened the other night. Slip me a little fucking Benjamin. Forever, these lips will be sealed. <laughs> so that was fucking cool, man. Uh... The first day we got here, we just went to Times Square, walked around and shit, got a couple slices. Fuck. That's one thing about, like, the last couple weeks, like, in fucking Corpus and in fucking New York. I just been eating. I haven't, I wasn't exercising. I didn't exercise for two fucking weeks since I got back from Mexico, man. I'm like, God damn, dude. These fucking pants are fitting tight. <laughs> Not only around my waist, but around my calves. <laughs> that's one thing we did get in New York was big calves for fucking walking around so much. But yeah, man, fucking, I was like fucking eating like it was no no, uh, no tomorrow. And Chris Storen fucking said the funniest shit ever. Yeah, bro, you're like Andrew Slice Clay, bro. <laughs> Give it up, a new character, Rain. It's Andrew Slice Clay. Uh, get a slice of this, a slice of that. Give me a cannoli. How about a Russian sandwich for dessert, man? Huh, maybe. And we went to Cake Boss's shop. Hell yeah, that was, he had the best cannolis in town. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Oh yeah, they got fucking cannolis in Little Italy. But let me tell you, dude, the best fucking cannolis I've ever had in the history of my existence are at, um, at Cake Boss, at his shop. It's, I think it's Carlo's uh, Bakery, been around since 1910. And at uh, Fox Scudero's Bakery, right, in Delhi, in Melrose Park, Illinois, 
right? That's where my mother's family stays, is from, right? And uh, they have the best cannolis. And, the, and this is the thing, like, some are made with custard, you know, and some are super sweet, but the bombest ones are the ones that are made originally out of ricotta cheese with custard mix, and they're not super sweet. Because if they're super, super, super sweet, it's all custard, no ricotta. And the ricotta is the one that cuts it down a little bit and gives it that lusciousness. And then the ones I like about the one in Scudero's in fucking Melrose Park, Illinois, is that they sprinkle them with those green translucent sprinkles. Modern, everybody, right? And there's no way you're going to have that sh- without coffee or milk. It's a sin. All right? I don't have a drink of water. <laughs> I'm over here fucking transforming into a fucking guido since the inception of the podcast, you know? I'm like fucking, um, I'm like Everlast and shit <laughs> of the House of Pain. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't no guido, but pasta's all that. <laughs> Shout out to the House of Pain. Yeah, man. So, yeah, fucking, uh, it was cool. And then we went to the Empire State Building at night and shit. That was fucking awesome. That was fucking cool. We went all the way to the top, to the top, top. I guess you play an extra 20 to go to, to 102, which is not really the top, top, because the top is 103, but I guess they only take fucking celebrities there. So we'll go there next time. <laughs> and then they have the big antenna. But see, the fucking view that you get, you know, you know not when you get to 102, because that one's all covered up with glass and shit. Like glass, you can't even get a fucking finger through. And I took pictures of that. Some of them are on my IG. I'm trying to put, you know, some of them up there. And if you guys follow me on Snapchat, I got some shit there. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Twitter. Yeah, Rodrigo Torres Jr. That's R-O-D-R-I-G-O-T-O-R-R-E-S-J-R at Yahoo.com. Oh, shit. There we go. Gave away my fucking email again. But that's my fucking handle for pretty much everything. And, um, yeah, so fucking it was cool because when you stare at the Liberty um, Building, that's where um, they erected after... um, 9-11, 9-11, they knocked down the uh, World Trade Center, the uh, Torres Gemelas, the Twin Towers. Rest in peace. Like you're a person and shit. We're not going to be like the Supreme Court. We're going to consider a corporation a person, right? Fictional or whatever. Excuse me. Jesus Christ. Number two. Was that a burp or just a, a just, a just, just, just? <laughs> so, yeah. So, I'm staring at, at, at the uh, Liberty uh, Building in, uh, where the Twin Towers were. And to the left is uh, the East River and shit. Hell yeah, the East River. And to the right, it's the Hudson River and shit. So that's fucking awesome right there. Oh, and one thing I forgot to tell you guys, uh, with uh, the Statue of Liberty, that's pretty much right there where Ellis Island is, is where all the immigrants from uh, the Eastern where would come into Ellis Island, you know, document, and then go over to um, New York. And then on uh, the uh, Western uh, state, on the Pacific Ocean, um, we have Ellis Island, where it's a lot of um, uh, Asian uh, immigrants uh, came in through. So yeah, man. Fucking, it was fucking bitching, dude. It was fucking cool. And uh, we ate uh, Korean food that night, too, which was fucking real Korean food, which, let me tell you, no comment. <laughs> this is how bad it looked. We're all trying to be all cultural, cultural and shit. Fucking Felipe took a couple bites of his big old fucking uh, Korean, Korean noodles, and that fool was like, nah, fool. <laughs> and his mom was like, I ain't trying that shit. <laughs> I ate some shit that was like eggplant or something. I said, oh, my God, I couldn't even, I couldn't even, I couldn't even fuck. I took two chews. I swear to God, I had to spit it out because on a napkin, because if not, I was going to let everything out that I ate in the fucking week. Fucking everything would have came out. It was bad. But then I ate these little, um, I don't know, like wontons, fried wontons. They were all right. But other than that, we had to get the fuck out of there, dude. (laughs) It was too Korean for you. (laughs) So that was fucking cool, man. 
So yeah, man, fucking New York City. Shout out to Caroline's uh, on Broadway too. Thank you very much for the hospitality. Thank you for the t-shirt. Thank you for the good time there. So yeah, New York City, the history of New York. What's going on here? Yeah, in 1664, prior to the 18th century, uh, September 24th, uh, New Amsterdam was ceded by Peter Stuyvesant to England, who renamed it New York after James, the Duke of York. And that's where you get the name uh, New York from. James, the Duke of York, right, by Peter Stuyvesant. And Peter Stuyvesant, obviously they named fucking the borough in Brooklyn after him, right? Bed-Stuy, huh? Bedford-Stuyvesant, live from Bedford-Stuyvesant. <laughs> it's the livest one. My borough is thorough. Biggie and shit. Chris Rock is from fucking Brooklyn, too. And so is uh, Chris Rock, right? Chris Rock, I just said that. Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, my God, Andrew Silverstein. His mother would always buy her bagels at the bakery there. Oh, yeah, and Freddie Stola is from Brooklyn. Freddie! <laughs> Shout out to Fred Stoller and shit. Yeah, man. So fucking A, man. Fucking uh, New York's a fucking cool place. It's a fucking cool place, man. Cool fucking place. Really fucking busy. You look up, it's fucking super fucking enormous and shit. Just as you imagine in the fucking movies and shit. But that old school fucking gritty fucking New York is gone. Like that fucking taxi driver New York. That fucking... um. That uh, that fucking just like that 1978 fucking Son of Sam New York, it's gone. It's you know no longer there. It's all fucking touristy and shit. I guess they don't have any more peep shows or none of that shit. I guess Giuliani got rid of all that stuff, right? And it's funny because a band that was on tour with Voodoo, Agnostic Front, um, Vinny Stigma was telling me when I met them back in 2000. Oh yeah, back then you can get hookers, blowjobs, whatever. Now Giuliani came in. And he got rid of it all. That motherfucker. That turned back Italian. Kicked, kicked all the little Italian ladies out of little Italy. <laughs> yeah, so that was his little fucking thing. So I guess they didn't like him. You know? Some people like him, but not those guys. Shout out to Agnostic Front from uh, New York City. Yeah, it's my tattoo shop, New York Hardcore Tattoo. <laughs> so if you guys ever in the city go buy a New York Hardcore Tattoo, that's Vinny Stigma shop and shit. <laughs> yeah man so yeah new york new york what else could i tell you guys about the fucking city dude that was fucking super cool i didn't have a bagel i didn't have a bagel in the city there's too much fucking moving around man too much fucking moving around but it's cool man it's almost like i wanted another week there but uh, you know when i got to the week i was like eh, it's time to go <laughs> where's the ed edibles oh my god dude <laughs> talking about edibles dude I eat like half of my fucking edible fucking pack. There's like a brownie, right? It comes in six doses. We get them. And I eat fucking half of that shit. I was like, rawr, 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 rawr. I was like, dude, fuck you, dude. I was crazy. What was it? Oh, no. That was from fucking Corpus Christi. See? That's how much of a fucking loose cannon I am right now. Everything's going this way. Everything's going that way. But anyways, we're going to come back from Corpus Christi. And on a, on a Sunday, I was going to go on a date. And... Uh, Fucking missed my date because I ate too much fucking uh, edibles. I was fucking gone, dude. And I fucking put the phone on my chest. You know what I mean? I'm just going to take a little nap. I didn't set my fucking alarm. And boom, slept right through. I was supposed to fucking go meet up with her at 8, 8.30. Woke up at like 9.39. And she's like fucking texting me. Is everything okay? Are you all right? Hey, we're still. And I'm like, oh. And I fucking text back all fucking half awake, still stoned. Oh, yeah. You still down to go out? And she's like, uh, no, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. Fucking dipshit over here. Fucking shit up. But she forgave me, dude. You know, <laughs> she put herself in my shoes. And it was the cool thing about this chick, too. She's fucking super reasonable, super fucking cool. 
You know what I mean? It's, and I'm not doing it all like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to make her wait and want me more. Fuck, I didn't even get to see her last week, so I'm all sad and shit. <laughs> I swear, man. Every time I fucking, you know, I text her or fucking send a message or whatever, I love hearing back from her. It's fucking, it's fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> she was all in love. <laughs> out of all the chicks I've ever been around or been, she's like the coolest ever, dude. So anyways, shout out to Punky. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker, motherfucker got all soft up in here. <laughs> ah, my goodness. <laughs> oh, fucking A, dude. So, yeah, New York was cool. And I like the lingo in New York, too. There's a lot of Puerto Ricans. Papa. A lot of people saying, Papa, ven pa'ca. I don't even know what's going on with you. And it's funny, after we did the shows, people was like, oh, one thing I got to say, I don't know how you do your voices, but the way you do those voices that Tony Soprano is weird. It's like he's standing right in front of me when you speak. I don't understand it. It's like you're him or he's you. It's weird. Papa, how do you do that? Como lo haces? That's the only question I got for you. It's amazing, Papa. I, I don't even understand. It's like, I know you're Mexican, right? But I don't see that. I see like an Italian guy. Papa, that's amazing. Keep on doing what you do. One day you're going to get somewhere, and we're all going to say, Sabe que? Lo vimos aquí en Carolines. You're with a good man right there. Felipe Esparza. Olvídate, Papa. I'm telling you, you guys are titans. Even the little half-white boy, too, he's cool. He's awesome. <laughs> and that's one thing about motherfuckers from New York. They fucking let you know how they feel right there and shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm kind of it's 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 funny because when people give you props, you're like, I mean, some people like it. Oh yeah, I get props all the time, bro. Fucking, you know, I get so much props, I forget about what props are. Fuck that, dude. Fucking, I I still get kind of fucking a little like, oh shit, really? <laughs> oh come on, shucks. Oh shit, thanks, man, thanks. Inside, but you know, motherfucker out front, you, you gotta. Maintain your composure. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Jesus. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so that was fucking cool, man. There wasn't too many of the fucking, uh, of the fucking dice man type New Yorkers, right? <laughs> I'm fucking laughing because fucking uh, the way I'm like, it's like I'm fucking one of those fools, dog. <laughs> dog, dogettes for all you ladies out there. Perros y perras. <laughs> but I didn't see too many, you know those old school guys? Hey, excuse me. You're walking by without saying excuse me. I don't know. Maybe I should smack the hell out of you. Should I? I don't know. Maybe I will. Those guys that almost have a conversation with each other before they're going to kick your ass. <laughs> but I love that shit, dude. I love the fucking, and this is the thing with me too. Like, you know, everybody like, it's, it's a trip. I don't really have uh, like all fucking white people jokes in my act or whatever. Just because it's, it's really not big for me or whatever. It's not big disti distinction in my life or ever was. But uh, yeah, you can see with like, um, like the BC Boys, when they came out, I mean, you know, they were white rappers and shit. White rap. Oh, yeah, a new white rap group. But I knew they weren't white. I knew they were Jewish. I was always able to fucking tell the difference between fucking like, you know, a white person, you know, white Anglo-Saxon Protestant or, you know, a non-Jewish white person. I, even if the Jews are like fucking white, I can tell. And just because they have a little certain thing about them. And that's what I love the Beastie Boys so much, dude, because they're just like, even the, the whole lingo is like, dude, like part of, you know, Jews are the ones that built that fucking New York culture too, man. Not only with the fucking food, the knishes and all, the bagels, right? 
But uh, the attitude and shit, you know, you can see it, the way they move, the way they talk. From the Hudson River out to the Nile. And that's, you know, fucking, that's hello nasty right there. But I've always loved that shit, dude. And I was able to tell and shit. And um, <laughs> when they grow their hair out and shit, have the fucking Jufros and shit. But, uh, you know, it's not that they're always fucking uh, putting a fucking uh, uh, a nail on their Jewishness. But, you know, I was able to tell. And you can see, you know, they're more they're more artists, dude. There's, you know, I mean, shit. Um, fucking uh, the culture uh, is way deep in the arts, dude. From fucking, you know, from all the shit from back when until now. <laughs> for lack of a fucking any example. So anyhow, yeah, fucking shout out to the Beastie Boys and shit. R.I.P. MCA. Fuck, this is like the fucking R.I.P. fucking episode and shit. Jesus Christ almighty. Oh, yeah, dude, we went to fucking Coney Island, too. Coney Island. We went over there to try the chili cheese dog in Coney Island at Nathan's. It was pretty good, but I'll be honest with you. I prefer a fucking Dodger dog. <laughs> I mean, you know, seriously. I mean, Nathan's is good. Don't get me wrong. But it wasn't like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, gee, this is heaven. Oh, my God. Every bite. Oh, my gee. I felt in my, oh, my God. I don't want this to finish. I never want this to end. It wasn't like that. You know what I mean? Fucking 7-Eleven fucking hot dog. Or fuck one of those spicy dogs. with If it has better bread, because, you know, the bread at 7-Eleven fucking sucks. Hey, I can uh you know, put it up to a fucking Nathan's uh, dog. It's the same thing I tell people with like, you know, oh, I love fucking In-N-Out. But I mean, In-N-Out's good. But I like Baker's better. And I'll put a fucking Baker's burger up against a fucking In-N-Out burger any fucking day. And then you always get that guy. That's a bold statement. Bold or not, motherfucker, let's put it to the test. You know what I'm saying, motherfucker? Let's put some motherfucking green on it. <laughs> so Coney Island was fucking cool. Um, yeah, man, it was fucking awesome. But the coolest part of fucking Coney Island, Coney Island, Coney Island, was um, the freak show. Even though it wasn't freak, 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 freak show all the way, it was it was a freak show all the way. But I thought it was going to be more crazy shit. A fucking dude stuck a nail through his fucking nostril. That was fucking brutal. It was fucking, it was beyond rad. It was like, fuck. Ugh. That shit makes me fucking twitch and shit. I swear, I was like, oh, my God. And he blew out fire, sucked in fire a little bit. There was a chick, excuse me, again, that's the third excuse me. Yeah, the restroom's around the corner, ma'am. And, uh, <laughs> and there was a, a lady that's, you know, she sat on nails or laid down on nails. Yeah, whatever, dude. Fucking, uh, there was a yo-yo dude. He was like the greatest yo-yo player in the world or some shit. You know, whatever. Cool. Yeah, thumbs up. You want to? Give him two. And uh, the band was fucking cool, though. They were playing like, they were like <laughs> the Munsters and shit, like playing, playing that type of music. And everybody played each instrument. They didn't sing or anything, but the guitar player played the drums, the bass. The bass player played the drums and the guitar. The drummer played the guitar and the bass. So it was fucking really fucking cool. It was fucking awesome. But the coolest thing about the fucking freak show was the bar that they had in the bar area and the little gift shop. But it's like, I wanted to buy a shirt, but it was just fucking, dude, I have so many fucking t-shirts, it's not even funny. I got new t-shirts that I haven't even fucking worn and shit. That's how many fucking t-shirts I have. And then a lot that I've gave away and tossed out. But the coolest fucking thing was, was, is, was a contortionist. Now that brother, god damn, I never fucking seen anybody fucking, just fucking basically... Basically, what <laughs> fucking Paul Rodriguez over here is uh twisted his whole fucking arm, twisted it all, twisted that motherfucker like shoulder and all, just in and out. It was fucking crazy. He was fucking fitting into a fucking inside of a tennis racket. 
This motherfucker was badass. Now, that was a fucking freak show. That was crazy. That was fucking awesome, dude. Awesome. Awesome, man. It was great. That was the best part of the freak show. It actually freaked me out, huh? Oh, and next to the fucking freak show was a fucking place that had candy apples. And these are the best candy apples I ever had in the history of my existence. The only reason was that they were real candied apples. Where it's like, you know, they cover it with that translucent red. And it's like fucking, um, it's like glass, dude. And they cut it up in fours. Oh, my God, it was so fucking good. And I was just eating fucking like a madman. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, dude, when in Rome and shit. I was talking to Punky, and she was just like, eat whatever you want. <laughs> Exercise when you get back. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. Until the shit started getting fucking tight, dude. By Saturday, I was like, fuck, I ain't eating like a pig anymore. I'm going to cut the fucking bread out. <laughs> and I got home on fucking Sunday, or was it Monday? Started running, so that was cool. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so, moving along. That's right, that's right. I'm trying to see if I can fucking think of anything else for fucking New York for you guys to give you guys a little glimpse of what we saw. Hopefully uh, that's uh, enough of what you guys, enough. Not Hopefully I can give you guys enough. But nevertheless, the other cool thing, uh, the Dodgers come from New York, Brooklyn, right? In 1947, Jackie Robinson of the Brooklyn Dodgers crosses the baseball color line, right? That's fucking, uh, that's one of the reasons I love the Dodgers, man is fucking uh, Jackie Robinson. They're the first one to integrate baseball. So that's one of the reasons I like the Dodgers so much. The other reason is Sandy Koufax. And the third and final reason is Fernando El Toro Valenzuela. That's right. Fucking Sonora's finest right there. Laying down the unhittable screwball. And uh, leading uh, the Dodgers to the 1988 World Series, right? So that's fucking it. 1988 World Series, what I'm talking about. 81, this motherfucker. <laughs> that was fucking Earl Hershiser and Kurt Gibson and Neil. <laughs> so, yeah, that's why I love fucking. <laughs> I love fucking. Hey, this will. I haven't fucked in a while. It's been a while, you know? Can't get it up, you know? <laughs> but you get it up for your pornos, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. This fool. <laughs> so, anyways, enough with the fucking laughter. Enough with a laughter. <clears throat> Excuse me. So yeah, I know we. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, you know, the fucking um, the uh, the R.I.P. episode, but um, now nah, I was gonna get fucking. I'm gonna get sad right now, but you know, whatever, bro. You know what I'm saying? You fucking move along. You keep on fucking moving. Whatever the fuck happens, like Joe Diaz, we're in this till the fucking wheels fall off, and that's about it. Um, when we came to New York, um, I got a text, dude. I got a fucking, I got a, a message on fucking Twitter, dude. And the message was from uh, Seth Hillman. <clears throat> and, um, damn, dude. And fucking uh, Seth Hillman is, uh, is a brother to one of the, one, I don't want to say the biggest fan. I'm, dude, and I hate saying that word because I don't think we're fucking fans, followers, whatever the fuck. You're just fucking people of interest, people that love the podcast. Listen, man, fucking, I started doing the podcast with Felipe Esparza. He started the podcast. And uh, he was like, I'm starting a podcast, fool. I'm all fucking, hey, awesome, dog. Fucking, yeah, fucking take care of that shit. Handle it and shit. All right, dog. And then fucking, I got artwork done, dog. What do you think? I'm all, fuck, it looks fucking awesome. The only thing I think about the artwork is your face looks a little fat because you don't have a fat face, so... Maybe the artist can fucking fix it up a little bit. That's it. And then fucking, that was it. And then fucking, he hits me up. 
what's up, fool? I need a co-host, dog. And I was like, fucking, I'm down. I'm down for whatever, dog. I've been rolling with that motherfucker since 2001, so it's all fucking good since I graduated college. And I'm all fucking, I'm down. And I didn't fucking know what the fuck I was going to do. I didn't know what the fuck I was getting into. I don't. I just fucking go with the fucking punches, fool. The more I don't have to do fucking pest control, the more fucking I want to do whatever the fuck I want to do in order to not do pest control. That's the fucking thing, ladies and gentlemen. The struggle is for real. Right. So we start doing the podcast and shit and fucking uh, one of the fools that really stood out and was really fucking cool and really supportive, him and his wife as well, man, was a dude named Rory Hill. Rory Hill. He was fucking cool and he's all on the call-in shows. He was a truck driver. He always gave us little honks. Burr, burr. Always super excited, fool. Super excited. We went to Richland. Um, um, I want to say Richland or Richmond. But either or, but that's in Washington State. He came out with his wife. His wife made a ceviche. That fool came out and dabbed us out. But we good dabs, all right? Let me tell you about fucking dabs. Everybody talks, oh, yeah, we dab it up, this and that. Let me tell you, there's been two fucking, three places where I dabbed out for real with good shit. That's with Shai Tony, Joe Barone. He's the first person I ever did that shit with. And the second one was fucking uh, Rory Hill. And he's always had quality shit. Quality fucking shit. Shit that tastes like lemon and lime. Shit that tastes like peach, mango, like bomb ass shit. Where you don't need fucking too much. And he does it correctly. Not like some of these other fucking mutts are fucking dabbing tar. They're fucking, their wax looks like fucking, it's all black and shit. He always had quality shit. And the other person that had quality shit is E-Zone. Shout out to you. We were just with him before we came to New York. The day we recorded the live calling podcast on Tuesday, we did it. You know, that's over there at Be Real TV, and those fools had fucking proper dabs. And they actually do it temperature-wise. And, um, yeah, man, so fucking, um, nevertheless, I'm going to be over here name-dropping and shit, but I don't like doing that shit. But in order for requisite uh, specificity, we're going we're gonna to nail uh, the tail on the donkey for Rory's sake. And, uh, yeah, dude, so fucking... Uh, that fool was always fucking cool. And it's cool. And then listen, this is a fucking white boy. And this dude, I dude, I grew up with f- f- white fools. I have none of that fucking shit. Oh, fucking white people. Oh, none of that shit. My dad said, listen, motherfucker, it's an even playing ground. If fucking white people are getting you down, you need to get the fuck up and fucking step the fuck up. Because it ain't white people. It's you. All right? We're all fucking in this together. Don't. There's dickhead white people. There's dickhead fucking black people. There's dickhead fucking Mexican. Trust me, there's some in this family. <laughs> But Rory fucking was one of those fools that was down, dog. His lady was Mexican. He was all into the shit. And he's like a Johnny Two Bags motherfucker, dog. He's just so fucking cool. You know? Always fucking smiling. Fucking everything's cool. Just working for his family. He has a little fucking co-op going. Into the smoke. Into the podcast. Like really into the podcast saying that we're saying shit that he, he likes. Shit he's into. We keep it real. You know? And yeah, man, we fucking, uh, we, it's a trip, man. Life's a fucking trip, fool. It's, um, dude, you never know what the fuck's going to happen, fool. And Dick, I wasn't fucking expecting a fucking, uh, a message to tell us he's fucking gone from his brother. I'm like, what the fuck, fool? Dick. What the fuck? All these motherfuckers are dying, dude. All, everybody's getting killed but this dude right here. This fool's gone now. That shit fucked me up, dog. And it's one of those things that I, I don't want to hear shit. I don't, uh, oh, what the fucking accident was about. Nothing, dude. I'm just going to... 
It's weird because my uncle passed October 22nd in a fucking plane crash, in a jet crash. We don't know if he was murdered. We don't know if it's a fucking accident. And for all everything he fucking did for fucking Mexico, not only for the state of Zacatecas, but for Mexico in general. He was the baddest Mexican I've ever fucking knew. And he was one of those fools that always called me, dog. It wouldn't be three months, always said what's up, saying whatever the fuck I was doing, extraordinary. So like my mom says, I still think he's alive. I just think he's in Mexico, and I try not to think about it. Because if not, it's going to bring me down. And same thing with Rory, man. I'm just going to think that he's still driving his truck and still listening to the podcast. Because fuck, man. Ain't too many motherfuckers that strike you in your life and go, dude, this is a cool motherfucker, dog. The question is why. So yeah, man. So his brother sent me a message. I'm going to read it. It said, Rory. He says, hey, Rodrigo, this is Rory's brother. I'm writing this with tears, but you guys deserve to know because, uh, damn, fool. It's hard to be strong sometimes, fool, but you got to be strong. Rory loved you guys so much. Always talked about you and Felipe. Rory was in an accident this morning on his way to Seattle and passed away. Our family thinks you guys are taking him in as a friend. He was the best father, son, brother, and friend anyone could ask for. In my Rory voice, yeah, man. Love you guys and thank you. So, yeah, man, I don't want to fucking uh, talk about this anymore because it's really fucking me up. But, man, rest in peace, dog. Rest in peace. I'm fucking sorry. Condolences to your family. And like that Red Hot Chili Pepper song goes, dog. When I die, I will find you. Other than that, man, y'all motherfuckers keep shining, dog. And like the shit that happened in my family, dog, that's why we're going. I went back to Mexico twice or three times in the last fucking year. It's because I have to. Right now, I got to grip my family more than I have ever in my fucking life. And that's why, dude, like I want a lady so much, dude. That's why I'm dating this chick and fucking hopefully it fucking turns into that shit. Because, you know, I, you never fucking know. And you also want to leave a little mark in this world. I don't know if I'm going to be that one dude with no family or no kids or whatever. But I don't give a fuck right now, dude. Right now I'm doing stand-up and I fucking like it. And there's a fucking cool little opportunity that I got that I'll let you guys know as shit progresses, time progresses, and it materializes. But, hey, man. Grip that shit, dude. Tell those motherfuckers you love them. And it's trip. I could dude. The people that are in my life, even fools that I haven't talked to in days or whatever, anybody wants to say shit that we don't talk. I fucking have mad love and respect to anybody. Anybody that's helped me, anybody that's fucking given me a ride, anybody that's fucking shared anything with, gave me a fucking meal, gave me stage time, anybody that's gave me a hug, anybody that showed love. And that's what this is all about, man. So uh get what you fucking want, keep fucking shining, work hard. Fuck the bullshit and do what you fucking do. Mad respect and fucking rest in peace, Roy Hill. I'm out. Like the Phantom. Check out this Voodoo Glow School song. Peace. Yeah, man.
Drop!